Welcome to the Live Love Ministries podcast, a place where we share thoughts, insights, and experiences from the mission field. I'm Eric. I'm Brittany. And I'm Julia. And we're the Live Love Ministries team. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Live Love Ministries podcast. This is my second episode from inside the refugee camp, Zaleka Refugee Camp, in Le- outside of Lilongwe, Malawi, in the community of Doha. Um, Zaleka Refugee Camp uh, is home to several thousand refugees, 55,000 55, 55, refugees, mostly from sub-Saharan Africa, who are fleeing uh, wars and difficult situations in their home countries. Many of the uh, refugees in this camp are from the Democratic Republic of Congo, um, which you guys know uh, as you listen to this, a country that is very dear to my family. That's where my children are from as well. And so we have a special connection to, um, to the camp and it's been a, an important part of our life. Um, and so here we are inside the camp. This is our second episode uh, inside the camp um, discussing uh, our theme for this season of the podcast called Staying the Course. And I have a great friend with me um, today, Pastor Desire. Pastor Desire Farini um, is originally from DRC and has been in the camp for how many years? Oh, eight years now. Eight years. So he has been here for eight years. Um, he has been able to see God do some great things in his life, in the life of his family, and in the life of his church. But all of that came uh, because he was able to stay the course, because he was able to continue moving forward in his calling, uh, what God had given him. And so I just want to encourage those who are listening uh, to listen well to this story because it is powerful. Um, and I want it to to mean something to you more than just a, another story. I want it to be an encouragement to you to continue in your walk with the Lord, continue faithful to God, what he's called you to do, even though things are difficult. So I'm going to ask Pastor Desire to share just a little about his story, his family, and how he wound up here in the camp, and how God has used him since he's been here. Thank you so much, Pastor Eric, for your visit to Malawi. Mm. And it's not easy for someone from the U.S. to accept to come and sit with us here in the camp. Uh, spending days with us, teaching us, encouraging us. It's a big, uh, I can say, something great for us. Mm, thank you. Yeah. And then, as you said, my name is Desire Farini. I'm from DRC. I was forced to leave my country. And I will apologize because of my English. Is not good and I learned it here I'm still learning mm-hmm. because I have a French background okay now people who will be uh, listening to me mm-hmm. they can't uh, follow the grammar <laughs> and other things yeah but the message yeah and then as I said my name is Desire Farini I'm from Goma Goma is my town mm-hmm. and then North Kivu is my province is the east of uh, DRC and we had a challenge since 2012 and then from the gov- government they said they accused, they accused us 
when I say about us, I'm saying about my family. It was first my older brother, the name was Ndole mm -hmm. Farini, who was killed. He was killed. Yeah, mm -hmm. in the in the in our, our town, mm -hmm. I said that he was in touch with uh, M23 movement, which were rebels who were in the bush. Mm -hmm. Uh, where they, they, they was fighting against the government. Mm. Now they said that he was in touch with with him. Okay. Uh, he was falsely accused, and then he was killed uh, during the day in Goma. Wow! So in the middle of the day, in the daylight, where people can see happen. Yeah, he he was uh, he went to the bank to throw money. And then someone who was there, he shoots it. Wow. Him. And so if you're listening, in, uh, and I know I've mentioned this before, but if you're listening and you don't know this, uh, again, DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo, has been in war uh, for, for many, many years. Most of it is over uh, minerals and mineral rights um, and other countries and rebel groups that have formed, mostly in the eastern part of the country. And those rebel groups fight over minerals and money. He, he was killed by the government soldiers, mm -hmm. saying that he was cooperating ah, with okay. the M23 movement. Okay, so he was killed by the government, which is even worse, <laughs> mm -hmm. that the government of your home country mm -hmm. can, can mm -hmm. take your life yeah, yeah. because they think you are cooperating with yeah. the rebel group. Okay. The one who was, was, was killed him, was arrested also. Okay. And then we started uh, going to the courts with a uh, uh, look for a judgment so that he should be punished. But when we were uh, following the case, the guy said about uh, other uh, um, authorities who sent, sent him to, to do that. Mm. And those were uh, well-placed people in our government. Uh, there was officers from the army, mm -hmm. the, the DRC army. Mm -hmm. Now, we, we, we were now uh, following the case. And then the lawyer who was um, uh, following the case, our lawyer, he was... Um, um, they start uh, sending uh, uh, messages and calling him to say that if he don't stop the case, he will be killed. Mm -hmm. Him and us, me proper, me because I'm the young brother to the, to the man mm -hmm. and we were pushing, me and the wife of the, my older brother, was pushing to see how things will be. Mm. Now, they said, no, we should eliminate or kill uh, those who are pushing this case so that we should be arrested. Mm. Now, we, we found many, many problems. And then one day, the soldiers came to, the, to our house and then they uh, tried to, to force the, 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 the door. Now we 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 made we, we, we made noise, 
and then the, uh, our neighbors also help us to make noise and those um, the UN military the MONUSCO military were passing in the patrol now they said no there is some some something wrong here mm -hmm. they came and we explained to them they took us as our uh, from our home but they didn't have somewhere to keep us and then when it was uh, in the morning they said to us no you should you should not live with us in the camp here because we can't live with civilians here you should find a way of leaving the town this this town and then we our 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 town is bordering rwanda and then they said no we should help you to cross the the, the border and you, you you should be a refugee in rwanda or in another country mm. now when we crossed the road the, the, the border entering rwanda me my wife and my young brother linda we crossed uh, we crossed the the, the border to entering the uh, Rwanda. We were there for a few days, but we didn't have uh, like proper document, legal document, mm -hmm. which will help us to, to live in that, that country properly. We said, no, we should find a, a, a refugee camp. They said, in Tanzania, you should find a, a refugee camp. Now, some people, they help us. To, to have money for the transport. We, we, we cross Tanzania. When we reached in Tanzania, they said no, they are, they are no longer received refugees in their, in their country. They so you got crossed. turned away from the first refugee camp? The one in, in Tanzania? Oh, you got turned away from the border, at it, the border? No, we, 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 when we entered Tanzania, we, we asked for a, a Salem, uh, Asylum okay. uh, in, in Tanzania, they said no, no okay. we are not receiving, uh, receive, uh, receiving refugees again. No, and now we, 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 we were thinking how we, we, we may do. But the, the driver of the truck, he's, he, he, he was going in South Africa. Now he said, no, I know another camp in Malawi called Zaleka. I think there they should receive mm. you. And then he crossed uh, Tanzania. We crossed the Tanzania with him to Malawi. And then when we reached Malawi, we, we report ourselves to the immigration uh, in Malawi at the border. The immigration received us and they wrote a, a, a letter for us. And then they sent us to, the, to a transit in Karonga. We spent one week in Karonga to the transit and from there, they brought us in Zaleka refugee camp. That is on January 2013. January 2013, you arrived. Yes. So when you left your home that morning in DRC, when the, the soldiers were trying to come to your house, mm -hmm. you never went back? Yeah, no, we never... So you just walked away from everything? Yes. How difficult was that? It was so difficult because we had many many ideas projects for our countries how we, we should uh, work for the country to change things because we live a long time 
in hard situation. Mm -hmm. Now, in our heart, it was, no, we should do something to change this situation so that uh, our generation and the coming generation should live in peace mm -hmm. and then enjoy the country because mm -hmm. we have a, a good, good, good country in mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. Yeah. So you left behind the rest of your family, your extended yes. family? Yes. Okay. Yeah, my mom and my young brother because I'm the first one mm -hmm. in, our, in our family. Yeah. And my, my, dad, my dad died already. Okay. Yeah. So your mom is is she still there now? Yeah, she's still there. Still in DRC. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so now you're in the camp. Mm -hmm. What was going through your mind as you were making the journey from DRC, Tanzania, Malawi? Mm -hmm. What was going on in your mind and your heart? I was when I was coming, uh, I knew anyone in in Tan in Rwanda in Tanzania and in Malawi. You knew no one? No one. And when I was coming, I was saying, all my dreams are now, I don't know. Finished. Finished. Mm -hmm. And I was crying, mm -hmm. but it was hard to cry because my wife was uh, here. Mm -hmm. Now, it was difficult for me to cry he was very, very stressful. Mm -hmm. Now, if he, he, he see me crying, he will realize that everything is now finished. Mm -hmm. And I was crying, but inside. Well, when I'm aside, I was take my time to cry mm -hmm. because it will help also me to, to feel better. Mm -hmm. And then when I arrived in Malawi, in, in the camp, I realized that I'm far from my country. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know about those who uh, I left in my country, my family. And then at that time, my wife was pregnant because we had only four months. Mm. We had our, our, our wedding in in, in August, and then we left the country in, in December. So you were still newlyweds, newlyweds when it, you left the yes, country? Yes, yes. And then we realized when we was in Malawi that she's pregnant. Mm. And then it was so difficult. Mm. We, we didn't have any, any place to, to, to sleep, but the church, this church, the pastor who was pastoring the church helped us and give us a, a shelter where we should uh, live. Mm. And then we, we was living in that house. Mm -hmm. And as I were, I, I were a, a servant in my country, I said, no, I should start going in this church. Mm -hmm. Now I start going in, in, in this church, the integrity, the integrity family church. And then we spent like eight months together. They discovered that I was a, 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 a religious leader. Mm -hmm. And then it was in, I, had, I hadn't the motivation to, to work, but slowly things came in me to, this is my new community mm -hmm. and I should try my best to do what yeah. I can. 
And then after one year, the pastor was relocated from the camp to, the Can to Canada. But before he went, he said, no, I don't have someone else to leave the church, uh, uh, to, 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 to lead the church. Now you should help the church as a pastor. Mm. You should lead the church as a pastor. I started to lead the church since um, December 20, uh, December 2013. Okay. It was a Christmas day, hey. 25 December. December 25th, 2013. Tw December 2013, yes. Yeah. And then I started leading the church since that, that time. By the grace of God, we, we, uh, I realized that God had a plan with me to work mm -hmm. in the camp. Mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, I will work. Mm -hmm. I started working with my community. Uh, I chose two areas. To what? What did you say? Two areas, areas in areas. which okay. I should work. Mm -hmm. First, the spiritual area. Mm -hmm. Encouraging people in the community, mm -hmm. preaching the gospel, mm -hmm. and calling them to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And the, the other area, I thought about the education in the camp. Mm -hmm. Because the, uh, it was difficult for a child to have a chance to go to school. Mm -hmm. Now, I mobilized the church to start a school program. Mm -hmm. They, they accept, and then we start first the evangelism, we evangelize, we evangelize the camp, uh, uh, people in the camp, and then the, we found many, many people who came to Jesus, and the building which our, 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 our church of that time was now small. And then we, 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 we took a, a decision to build a new, new church. Mm -hmm. And then it was very, very difficult with refugees, without mm -hmm. work, no money, no, no, work. Money, no yeah. work. Yeah. And then that time they was giving us um, monthly ration mm -hmm. uh, food, maize, and then we start keeping a small quantity. Each family should give small quantity of maize from what he is receiving. Mm -hmm. And then when we, we kept it from, I think, six to seven months, we had a big quantity mm -hmm. of maize. We, saw, we, 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 we sell the, the maize and then we had our first money so that we can start, start the program. Mm -hmm. We made bricks Major. for ourselves. For those who are listening, he said they make their own bricks. So, yes, yeah. yes. And, so, and then, and then we have skilled people in the community, different uh, in different domain. And then we we had um, builders in, in the community, uh, giving them this moment which we we found from the the maze, and then they started the the work. Mm. And then people were were passing and said, "No, you are doing a great a good job." They were supporting mm -hmm. little by little, and then 
and when we are we are we are building the halls and we are we are also contributing maize mm. and people who were resorted family from this church was resorted abroad mm-hmm. who moved so, to to US and other places to US to Europe and Canada as as in Australia they sent now their part of the money mm. to support the work mm-hmm. and it was how we finished the building okay yeah that's great yeah. so uh, we're sitting in that building now um we we we're yeah. sitting in that yeah, building it's, it's a beautiful place yeah so you would think maybe in a refugee camp that the you might not have a nice building and it is it's nice it turned mm-hmm. out nice and so i was here in 2018 mm-hmm. and uh well let me back up just a little bit on top of the church he he mentioned that they do that he pastors the church and has a heart to see people come to jesus shares the gospel uh does evangelism um, disciples, people, and, uh, and even does some church planting. But on top of that, he wanted his community to be a better place. And this is where him and I connected. I, I fully believe that if followers of Jesus are in a community, the community should be a better place mm-hmm. because followers of Jesus are there, because mm-hmm. the church is there, the body of Christ is there. And so when I was here in 2018, you showed me the school that the church started, and it had a small amount of students, maybe a hundred uh, at that time, or it wasn't too many. Mm-hmm. We saw, uh, and so now I'm here, 2021. Mm-hmm. How many students do you have in your school? Yeah, we started in 2014 the program with 25 students. Mm-hmm. I think when you was here in. 2018, we had around uh, 300. Okay. Yeah, but now, because of the big demand which we have in the community, we have 950. 950. 950 children in your school. Yeah. Now, this is a school, for those of you who are listening, trying to picture it in your mind, most of the students meet at classrooms built on the same property of the church and so the church sits in the middle and there's classrooms and so they use all of the space they can in order to teach children because they have a desire to have a holistic approach to Mm -hmm. ministry not just they do uh, we know that the gospel changes everything and we know that's ultimate number one jesus above all but they want to see people's lives better um, in the everyday as well and so they pour into students and this is and there are students who they just simply don't even have the room for they would have over a thousand if they had room and they had opportunity to 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 get the students in they can't uh, they can't they're building even now more classrooms to put students in so on top of that so the school is going well it's growing it is and it's not just a, a you know you would think a refugee camp school might not be as good as somewhere else, but it is a quality school with quality education. Mm-hmm. And uh, the kids, you heard, you, you listened to the other podcast, you heard Tracy speak very eloquent English. She said, I learned that here. So she learning, she learned. So you get the idea that they're teaching English, they're teaching math, science, reading, all of it. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they, they're helping their students grow into to responsible adults who love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so not only that, but the school opened the door to minister to families that may have never come to the church. Mm -hmm. 
but will send their kid to school. Yes. So they have Muslim kids that mm -hmm. come to their school, so they're able to share the gospel with mm -hmm. Muslim students. And mm -hmm. they have uh, families from uh, Ethiopia, um, where Somalia, Somalia mm -hmm. and different places. And mm -hmm. so, Burundi, Rwanda. Yeah, those, those families may have never came to a church service, mm -hmm. but because the church was doing ministry and helping families, now they're able to connect with those families. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it gets even even cooler, I think, a, a, neater, a neater thing. Mm -hmm. So not only do they do the school, but they started a youth group. Mm -hmm. And they call their youth group God's Reserve. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it, it is not a traditional youth group like you would think of maybe in the United States where it belongs to a church. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is hosted and sponsored by their church, but the youth group is targeted at students from all over the community. Mm -hmm. So he tell, I've heard him tell his students, you don't have to come to church here to be in our youth group. We want you to be in our youth group even if you don't come to church here. Mm -hmm. And so they use their youth group. Why don't you tell some more what you, how you use, they call it God's Reserve, and they have older and younger youth mm -hmm. group. And so tell a little bit about how you use that to minister to people. Yeah, how I, I use the... How you use, how you use the youth group, how, you, how does that help you minister to people? Oh, yeah. And we realize that uh, it's good to prepare youth mm -hmm. and to take care of them in the Word of God and also uh, to prepare them for their future. Now, we, we, we had an idea from the Word of God that it's possible to live for Christ even if the world is in trouble and the sin is going on and it's possible to live for Christ in the midst of the craziness of the world yes and it, even if you're a young person yes mm -hmm. now we started the, the the group and we started with a small group a small number of youth and then we we started we we, we teaching them about Jesus and then when they accepted Jesus as their savior, and then we said that the, the second thing is to go and share Jesus to your peers. Mm -hmm. So you're teaching them how to share their faith. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, when they are going and share their, their, their faith, now they are bringing their um, friends to the, to the ministry, and then we are, we are going in that way. And we realize that um, we are using uh, different ways to uh, bringing people, to, uh, bringing youth to the to the to the ministry. We are using the evangelism. We are also using sports. Mm -hmm. uh, we have uh, clubs for, of different uh, discipline, mm -hmm. like football, netball. And they are asking us for uh, basketball, uh, having uh, joking. Now, when we are passing, as the children and other the youth are attracted by that, and then they are asking, oh, where are you coming from? Oh, no, we are got the reserve group. Now, when we meet every Sunday and Saturday at Integrity, now they are they are coming. Mm -hmm. When they are coming, we are we are sharing now the vision mm -hmm. and to, uh, teaching them about Jesus, and then people are coming like like that. That's awesome. Jesus. That's Jesus. that's one of my favorite things. Even 
we're recording this message on late on a Sunday evening, or this, this podcast, and earlier today on Sunday afternoon, I had the privilege to, to meet and spend time with God's Reserve Group, just the younger, just mm-hmm. the younger ones, mm-hmm. and there were a, a room full of mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and uh, they were able to share, I asked the students what are some of their favorite things mm-hmm. about, uh, they had a conference, what were some of their favorite things, and some of them... Uh, some students now these are students that are 12 10 12 13 14 years old and they said i love learning how to share my faith with other people mm-hmm. and i love learning who i am in christ mm-hmm. that god loves me and god has created me to serve him and uh and some of them say i love learning the stuff about real life that helps me mm-hmm. um, i love learning how to take care of my body and and use it for god's glory and it was really 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 special um, they use soccer, he said. He called it football. For those of you listening, soccer mm-hmm. for you Americans. Um, for us Americans, I should say. Uh, I've been trying to introduce everybody to real American football, but it's not going over well yet. So maybe next time we'll do a real American football. Mm-hmm. But they use soccer as a, an avenue for evangelism. And I've seen, we've helped to, as our ministry, help support some of the, the events that they do. And um, I've seen the videos and pictures and gotten to witness the large groups of students that will come to some of their events. Um, and uh, number one, they share Jesus with them and invest in their community because the opportunities to do really, really bad things are present in the community. But this gives students an opportunity to not only learn about Jesus, but to be a part of a group that accepts them and loves them, something that's positive in their life. And something that will help shape them to be better adults when they when they grow up, because they're all eventually mo- most of them will eventually, more than likely, be resettled somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so your hope is that they would be grounded in God's word before they get there, yes. so that when they get there, they will be able to share Jesus wherever they go, and they'll be able to plug into a church, find a church family, and use the gifts that God's given them to serve Him. One of my favorite things that they that we get to do together, Pastor Desire and myself, is uh, our, our ministry is part of Christmas in the Villages. Um, part of our, our ministry is to God's Reserve Group, and so we're able to sponsor their Christmas party every year. And uh, this past year, we were able to help support them and sponsor them to go out on a field trip. Mm-hmm. And so they got to go, uh, how many students went? Uh, 150. 150. Yes. <laughs> that's so many. 150 students got to leave the camp yes. and go to a botanical garden. Mm-hmm. But they didn't just go to the botanical garden. They got to go fishing mm-hmm. for the first time. Many of them for the first time. Yeah. And uh, they all were telling me today how they love fishing. Mm-hmm. They caught their fish and they got to bring it home and cook it. Yes. And so they sent us a video with them fishing and screaming and holding up the fish mm-hmm. when they catch them and... Mm-hmm. It was just neat to see the joy in their face. Mm. And for even for that small amount of time, they got to, to leave the camp, put that kind of behind them, mm-hmm. and even almost forget about it for a little while mm. and, and just enjoy themselves and have fun and be kids. Yes. And I appreciate that. There are a lot of pastors who don't have time for children, mm. but you make time for kids. It's an important part. Uh, and he, Pastor Desire was at the meeting today he didn't just have a youth group and tell the youth leader to do it the youth leader was here Mm -hmm. but he was here participated in it as well because and those students know they're important 
uh, to him. Mm-hmm. Um, they meet him in the streets and they, they greet him. And uh, we even saw two young ladies who were twins earlier. And uh, they talked to Pastor Desire. And he told them, I love these girls. They really serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And they can tell. Um, he told them and he told me, and he's not afraid to say that he, he loves what God is doing in the life of his students here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. And so last question. Mm-hmm. Um, through all the difficult things, mm-hmm. um, since this theme is staying the course, mm-hmm. how, do, how were you able to stay on track, to stay the course, to stay true, to the calling that God gave you, even though things were very, very, very difficult. Mm. I realized that our life uh, here in the world is very short, and we should do what we can for Jesus as we are living. Mm. Because uh, I realized that everywhere there are problems. Mm-hmm. And if God allows that we should pass through this, uh, it's to equip people, mm-hmm. uh, preaching them, and then uh, when we will finish this part, uh, if God will allow us to leave the camp for another place, it will, it will be okay. Mm-hmm. And if he will decide so that we can remain here for encouraging other people, teaching them the word of God, we will accept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, you will be content wherever, as long as you get to serve Yeah, the yeah. I think uh, according to me and my wife, we already agree that we will be where God went us to be. Mm-hmm. Even if it's here for the rest. Uh, it, it, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's why we are, we are preparing our kids while here. Mm-hmm. We are preparing a good, a, 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 a quality education so that if God decides that we remain here, we should remain here, but our kids will be mm-hmm. learning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. There's this uh, saying that some people will say sometimes, be where your feet are, meaning be all in where you're at. And I think I see, I hear that in you saying, if I'm here, for another day or another decade or another two decades, I'm going to give everything I can to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. If I'm in the United States, if I'm in Canada, if I'm in Australia, wherever God places me, I'm going to do everything I can mm-hmm. to serve the Lord. And so it doesn't matter how hard, how easy, the commitment is the same, right? Yeah. And it's why, Pastor Eric, uh, we are trying to do what we can here. Uh, we are not say, sitting here in the camp saying that, no. We are waiting for God to move us, m- move us for mm-hmm. another place. No, uh, we are planning now. Uh, the Lord is, was was putting something in me, saying that no, you are you you should now equip the, the, the church in the uh, in the camp. You should equip people to the ministry, mm-hmm. and then you should go outside the, mm-hmm. the, the camp, mm-hmm. outside the camp, locally in Malawi. And then you should equip people who will be resorted in other countries mm-hmm. so that they will leave this camp uh, having like a good um, level mm-hmm. uh, of spirit or uh, in, in, in a good foundation, foundation mm-hmm. of Christianity mm-hmm. so that they can save also the Lord mm-hmm. where they, they are going. Yeah. Now, we are here 
equipping the church and then starting planting new churches in different villages. Mm, that's great. Yeah. And when you think about your church, uh, there's a few hundred people who attend service, mm. and if half of them get resettled, mm. that means you're sending out 200 missionaries. Yeah, 200 missionaries. Think about it that way. It's I've equipped them while they're here, mm-hmm. and so they may move to another African country, mm-hmm. they may move to America, they may move to Canada, yes. move to Australia, Norway, Finland, somewhere, mm-hmm. but where they go, they've been equipped and now they're going not just as a resettled refugee, mm-hmm. but they're going as a missionary Missionaries. to take the gospel yes. to the nations, to yes. people. Yes. That's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing your story with me. Thank you. And it uh, means a lot to me. Your friendship means a lot to me. I thank you for that. Thank you. Um, and uh, God has connected us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we enjoy one another company, sharing mm-hmm. what God is doing um, and how we're growing and sharpening each other, helping each other grow in the Lord, and even challenging mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. to grow and take steps of faith. And mm-hmm. so, any final thing you want to say? I would thank you, mm-hmm. your family, and the ministry, mm-hmm. Live Love Ministry, mm-hmm. for the support. Amen. Yeah, for the support. Yeah, thank you. It's a blessing yeah. to us. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you were encouraged. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Live Love Ministries podcast. We hope it was encouraging, made you think, and broadened your understanding of our mission and the mission of making disciples of all nations. You can find out more information about our ministry at www.liveloveministries.org. If God leads you to partner with us financially through prayer, or if you're interested in bringing a mission team to Arizona or one of our other locations, you can find that information on our website as well. Until next time, keep loving people and keep pointing people to Jesus. And we'll see you then.